You're listening to the Heart-Centered Service Podcast. A podcast to help freelancers create the lifestyle of their dreams while doing work that brings them purpose. I'm your host, Francesca Mamlin. And I'm your other host, Krista Aoki. Each week, we'll release new episodes with tips and personal stories for online service-based entrepreneurs. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to episode 15 of Heart Centered Service. In this episode, we're talking about creative ways to bring money into your business because it is all too common for freelancers to start taking on tons of projects and say yes to everything. And then all of a sudden, because we're trading our time for money, we reach that income cap and our income plateaus. I know I'm not the only one who's experienced this, but To be honest, sometimes taking on all of that can be draining because you're spending all of your time on projects and client work. So today we're talking about creative ways to bring money into your business so you can free up your time to live a purpose-fueled life. Some of the ideas that we are going to talk about today require an audience, but some of these don't. And personally, I see a lot of benefit to growing an audience of your potential clients whilst freelancing but you can also creatively build alternative income streams without an audience. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, you're, you're so right. The reality of freelancing is that you are trading time for money. Um, even though value-based pricing and like all that stuff can help you scale your business to a certain extent, you can only really raise your rates so high. Um, so if you want to bring in a lot of money um, and live your dream life, you have to be really inventive with how you scale your business and maximize your time. Um, Some people like to go and create agency models to scale a freelancing business, but honestly, that isn't for everyone. Uh, If that's for you, great. Uh, But there's so many other ways to grow income and build a full-time income online um, that don't include like just working with clients. So every business owner is different everybody's going to have their own unique combination of our ideas and like their own ideas. So just like listen to this episode and see if anything like gets you excited or is like, Oh, I could do this. Um, and kind of go with that. So yeah, let's dive in. I'm excited about this one. Yeah, I'm really excited too. So the first thing that we wanted to talk about are products, digital and physical. We kind of just cap the two together, but there are a ton of ways that you can creatively bring this extra income stream into your business through products. So um, some physical products are um, like t-shirts and stickers. Um, And I've also seen people um, sell eBooks and workbooks. And there are a lot of different ways that you can sell your eBooks. So you can sell eBooks um, from your website using WooCommerce or SendOwl or Squarespace Shop. Or I've sold eBooks on um, Fiverr actually, and I I made a good chunk of change selling um, a, an eBook of, full of content that I had already written for five dollars a piece. And all you have to do is deliver it uh, within like twenty four hours, and it's really easy actually to to put together and do. I love that's so creative. I remember when you were doing that when we were in Bali. Um, it's such a good idea and. Um, yeah, I think one of our past guests, um, Megan Seeley, um, she's the gold designer. She used to just do client work. Like she just used to coach people on planning and goal setting and stuff. But I think the majority, I could be wrong about this. I think the majority of her income is now digital products. Like she sells guides on like how to make CEO reports and like how to plan out your week and stuff. Um, and that's really awesome. And I think the writing and publishing eBooks can sound kind of daunting um, because it's like, it's a book, like you're writing a book, but um, like with the internet and all of its glory, like it's so easy to just write and self-publish a book and even design it yourself if you want. Um, And then it's like residual income. And like, even if you're, you sell it for a small amount of money, uh, but when you're selling like it for, you know, 20, 30, $40, it's a really easy investment for people. So it can be a really easy sale to make. And it can also like, this is just me, like with my 
email marketing background, it could almost be positioned at like the beginning of a funnel um, because that's kind of how you get earn people's trust is you give them like free stuff, you give them free guides, you show your expertise, and then you give them a very easy first investment. And this could even be a way that you work up to people becoming your client and making that investment and actually working with you one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I, when I was in my email marketing sales funnel days, I did write an ebook about um, what was it about? It was about customer research and like market research um, and a book that I really, really um, followed and it helped me was this book called Authority. I got it for free at the time, but it appears they are not giving it away for free anymore. They are now selling it on Amazon. So we'll put the link to it um, in the show notes, but it's basically how to like come up with an idea for an ebook, how to go about writing it and then how to go about marketing and selling it like anything that you could possibly need to know about writing and self-publishing an ebook is in that book authority um so if if you're really interested in writing an ebook then i would definitely get that book so it, it's a self-published ebook too which is kind of funny it's a very meta ebook about ebooks <laughs> and that's awesome too actually um one of the designers in our community, Jen, she has designed and published many ebooks and planners on, um, on Amazon. So she designs them in InDesign and she sends them to Amazon to be self-published and, um, and she's creating that residual income stream that way. Like she, she, um, actually I won't really get too much into it because it's her like niche but it's really it's really amazing what she yeah she creatively made this ebook uh using her design expertise and is um she's selling uh planners online planners or wait i think amazon prints them yes so she's selling these planners uh, via amazon and um, making that residual income that's so awesome and like Anyone who listens to this podcast and has a freelancing business, I promise you, you can write a book about with all of the knowledge and expertise that you have, like, you really can. So like, this is seriously an option for anybody listening who has a freelance business where they help people do something because, and it's an opportunity to help people who might not be in a place where they can make an investment in your, in your services, um, but you can still help them by giving them this resource. Um, so it's a really awesome thing to consider. Yeah, I think it's very possible to create or write an ebook or workbook. Um, if you don't feel comfortable typing or writing, then you can um, you can record yourself um, and either use the text or voice to text option on your phone, or you can just record um, a thought stream and go to rev rev.com and they uh, charge $1 per minute to transcribe your audio. So then you'll have it like, you'll have your audio typed out for you basically in a transcript form, which can be really helpful. And you can either edit it yourself or you can um, hire an editor on perhaps Fiverr or, um, or through a Facebook group or whatever, like you can hire someone to put that together. So um, even if you don't feel comfortable writing, um, there's definitely ways that you can um, put together a book. And another way to, another product that you can even sell is like an experience. So for example, a mastermind group. Um, and I see, uh, I see this done a lot. Um, and of course you have to really think about like what you're, what kind of experience you're offering to this group. Um, and yeah, uh, so there's a lot that goes into it, I think, because you're really trying to offer value, uh, for the group, but then also, um, the network. Uh, so for example, I purchased a course this summer and I purchased it one because I re was really interested in the content, but also two, the, um, to be 
in like this, this network and to network with people in that group is like, it's kind of like a big mastermind. Um, it's not really a mastermind, but actually people uh, go through the modules and they post in the Facebook groups. So um, for feedback. And so you make connections in that way, you get that feedback in that way. And a mastermind group can be great for growth. So you can facilitate a mastermind group based on your expertise where you're helping people uh, reach a certain goal. Yeah, I love that. And you can kind of like pair that with some sort of like, if you are able to coach people in something, um, like maybe like a small coaching group where and then allowing them to kind of mastermind around each other. Um, you can create like a really basic curriculum to kind of lead people through and because that like I think when it comes to like masterminds and coaching, you want to make sure that you're getting people to a destination, like what's the end goal that is going to be um, delivered through this mastermind. Um, and yeah, and I, I really have taken to the, um, like selling my time as an, as a coach, um, because you basically get paid to like get on the phone with somebody, um, and then whatever small amount of prep work it takes before that. Um, and it's a really, really scalable model. Um, so small group coaching, coaching, masterminding, um, that stuff can be really scalable and you can charge really premium prices for that stuff because um, a lot of times people who are willing to uh, are serious enough to join a mastermind or hire a coach. These are people who are really serious about what they do and who really want results. Um, so you can really go for those premium prices, which is really awesome because then you feel good about um, feel good about it because you feel good about things you're getting paid really well to do and um, then it's, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, um, for, for results, uh, just, you know, like I I'm willing to pay for uh, certain results that I want to obviously get. Right. And so everyone, everyone is in this way. So you just have to figure out like what in your circle, whether it's like your client circle, what results of what are, what are they like missing? What are they going after? What are they struggling with? And how can you offer um, something that helps them? I guess that goes without saying, right? But yeah. um, really for like create this experience where um, you're really bringing them to an end goal. And I think another benefit of the mastermind is really just the the community and being able to uh, connect with people and get that th that feedback. Mm -hmm. It's such a valuable experience for entrepreneurs to be able to, I guess I'm like, a, uh, this is kind of a, a statement talking to people who are B2B and like would be working with other entrepreneurs, but like um, for entrepreneurs being able to like bounce ideas off of other entrepreneurs, people who know the business world and like understand the the problems that they're working through and the questions that they have like that is so so valuable and um the other point is i think that if we're selling anything that's intangible whether it's your one-on-one -on -one service or whether it's a coaching or a mastermind um you're selling a result um so that's really where the focus should be um which is you know you guys probably already know that if you've built freelancing businesses like clients come to you because they are looking for this. Um, so if you're, if you're looking into like selling something else that's a little more intangible, you got to apply the same logic to it. Yeah. And another thing too that I've seen done is like workshops where you're teaching um, your client base, well, like maybe how to, um, let's see, how to like write something like a specific kind of article or like maybe you're teaching them how to do PR writing um, or um, you're teaching so social media managers um, like something small that's really useful to them and so it wouldn't necessarily be BB it's like or like it would be like business to employee and so you can really take what you know and create this experience for someone which goes into past masterminds actually into tra into training um and so yeah so another way you can create this uh, passive income or alternative income stream it's not passive <laughs> uh, uh Another way you can create an alternative income stream is by creating a course. And so there are a few different ways that you can create and offer a course. Um, yeah, do, Fran, do you want to take the wheel? Yeah, I actually have created 
a couple of online courses in my previous business. So for those of you who don't know, I don't think I've ever talked about this on the podcast, but I used to have a business around email marketing and sales funnels. And it was in that chapter of my business life that I basically like tried all of the things. I wrote an ebook. I built the online courses. I did like I put anything that you can possibly do to make money online. I attempted it and was successful sometimes and was, you know, it was my very experimental phase of my business. And so I built, I think, two online courses and I used Teachable, which is an amazing platform. Um, it is $99 a month, which can be that I mean like it can be a bit of an investment depending on like where you are in your business. Um, you can you can get the free plan and you can be building your course while you're on the free plan. But the minute you want to take students in, um, you got to buy, you got to pay for it. Um, this is, a, it's, it's such a intuitive, easy to work with platform. It's like compatible with all websites. I definitely recommend it. If you're somebody who has an audience and you're ready to start selling courses now, if you're somebody who is trying to build your audience, is trying to warm up your audience a little bit more. Um, maybe Teachable is something that you want to like put into like book market for the future um, when you're like really ready to get serious about online courses. Cause like it, just because of the fact that it's a bit of an investment and it's really designed for people to like, people make millions of dollars selling Teachable courses with their audiences. So yeah. Um, Another option that I have explored is Skillshare. So if you're somebody who does not currently have a big enough audience to like sell courses through your own marketing, um, Skillshare is a platform that markets your courses to the Skillshare members based on like their interests. So like they join a Skillshare platform, they pay for it. You put your course on Skillshare and then if people go to your course and get it and like take it um, they will pay you and give you like a piece of their um, revenue um, and it's a, also a really great way to grow your audience because um, I've been a Skillshare member for a couple of years now and um, just knowing the way the Skillshare audience behaves like I spend a lot of time on that platform because I love the courses I always join like I, I join audiences of people because I've taken their courses um, and like I have so much trust in that platform that like it's I can see how that could be a really great audience builder for somebody who um, wants to do that and just to throw this out there, I think this episode's going to get out in time, but Skillshare is doing a 30-day challenge in September. Um, I think they do a 30-day challenge every month or maybe every other month. Um, you basically can create your first Skillshare class in 30 days, and they have little deadlines, like the first one I think is September 6th. Um, and if you meet all the deadlines and submit your course by like September 30th, then you get like put into a drawing to win an iPad and you get a premium membership to Skillshare. Um, so if you're serious about online courses, um, then maybe join the challenge and give it a try. It, they, they really walk you through um, how to, you know, create the concept around your class, outline it, film it, produce it, all that stuff. Um, yeah, um, I could talk forever about online courses. Another one to look into is Udemy, but I've never, I've never really used Udemy that much, but you can look into Udemy if you want to. <laughs> Yeah, there are a ton of different options, a ton of really great options um, for you to create a course. And you can create a basic course. Like I'm about to, I'm about to buy a course um, on how to use this iPad app called Procreate. And just it's just like a course that goes into basic concepts of Procreate. But you just have to remember that there's like someone who doesn't know what you know <laughs> so you can help them you can really help them get to the destination like i'm sure there are a lot of people who are like yeah i know procreate and i don't need this course right but yeah so there are people who don't know what you know um out there <laughs> yeah it's it's so true like there are there's this mother daughter story and through that teachable always tells they make like they've made a course about quilting and i think they make like a million dollars a year off of it um it like we we look at our skills and our talents and the things that we do every day and we don't realize that they're special but you probably have at least five things in your toolbox that people would love to learn about and would even pay to learn about um, so really um, 
consider that. Um, when it comes to online courses, it does. I like how Kristen was like, not really residual. Um, it takes a lot of work up front. Um, it takes a lot of planning to plan out the curriculum and how you're going to get your students from point A to point B. It takes a lot to produce the course. Um, you even, when I launched my courses, I did this thing where I, I had a beta group go through the course and give me a lot of feedback before I launched the final version of it. Um, you really have to be serious about um, maybe not if you want to do Skillshare then like that could be something you just throw out there um, but if you're like building an online course for your business like I think it's something that you have to be really serious about um, taking it into the future and like um, making it making it good it just takes a lot of work is what I'm basically trying to say um, so yeah um, well, try try that out <laughs> Yeah, and, and if you host it on a place, a platform like Skillshare or Udemy, then you don't have to worry about the marketing. You probably have to worry about the SEO for the course, but mm -hmm. not for like building the audience. So you just have to like research um, what people might be searching that are relevant to your course and put in that work, but you don't have to put in the tons of hours that it takes to build an audience. Yeah, for sure. Um, and if, yeah, it, it's just, it's true. If you don't have an audience right now, but you're like, oh, I really want to sell a course, um, just put a course out there on Skillshare or Udemy and then, or, and then just like work on, um, building an audience if you want like to create a course-based business. Um, and then you can even like, this is just me like brainstorming with my sales funnel background, uh, but you can even like, um, write ebooks um, or workbooks that are kind of in line with the sort of courses that you're planning on selling and use that as like um, an easy first investment where like the course in the future might be a next step for a customer to take to learn more about a certain topic. Um, a lot of creative ways that you can visit position this if you're someone who wants to create like one of those like um, residual income only businesses where you're just selling digital products and courses. Ooh, I like that idea because you take it to the next level. And I think that focusing in on one topic is really good. Um, and then if someone wants to go into a different topic or learn more about something, then um, they will. And so sometimes like people get really overwhelmed with tons of information. So it's really better to niche down and focus and be specific because people buy courses because they want something specific, not because they want to like know it all. Yeah, and I think that's a really important thing to keep in the back of your mind when we're when we're talking about creating additional income streams for your business because it's like you can easily be like, oh, like I want to do this ebook over here, I want to do this course over here, and I want to sell like this product, and like it's just all over the place. Your business and your brand has to be a very cohesive. Um, like consistent message. So like there really should be one core thing that your business teaches or that your business does. Um, and the products are kind of like complements of it, but, um, and it, it can be really easy for you to be like, okay, so I'm going to like write this ebook over here about like copywriting, but I'm going to make this course about like designing and I'm going to make this course about like setting up a website. Like, no, like you have to make sure that these all come together and unite under like, what is the thing that your business does? Like what's the core vision, mission, values? and stuff um the any anything that you do for your business should be like based off of that core yeah i've tried to do it all and i end up regretting it um and getting rid of like what is i've been getting rid of what's not relevant so um yeah i definitely vibe with that advice um but another thing that so another way that you can bring in these additional revenue streams to your business is by publishing essays for medium or vocal so fran you wrote an article on vocal last year yeah i wrote an article on vocal and this was right when i launched my last podcast which was the reckless entrepreneur um and i wanted to um i'm like vocal it pays very easy like you it's really easy to get to write an article on vocal and they pay you for the amount of people that look at the article and um, so I wrote an article about like, what are, what are the things that no one ever tells you about graduating from college? Because a lot of what my um, 
podcast is about was like how I started a business right after college and how I like took the non-traditional path and like what that was like. Um, so I was trying to like drive audience to my podcast, but um, l- like last month or something, like they had this like back to school sort of, or no, sorry, it was spring. They featured my article because it was relevant to people graduating from college and they like made a collection of articles about it. Um, and they gave me like a $50 tip out of the blue and I'd like forgotten that I'd even done it. So it was kind of fun. Like, <laughs> it, it, like when you write, um, it was fun because I put something out there and forgot about it and then got money back. Um, so yeah, you can definitely um, build a little bit of an income off and even like drive traffic to your business, drive, build a bit of an audience by publishing essays on platforms that already have a lot of readers um, that you can leverage and then you make a little money off of it. That is so awesome. I think that's really cool. I just learned that this is a possibility um, because my auntie was saying she is interested in write, like publishing her writing on and publishing her articles on different platforms. So she was looking into Medium, but I think that this is a really great opportunity um, for you to uh, flex your creative muscle, write an article, um, and uh, bonus points for writing an article based on your expertise because you can bring people from that article to your website. And so if you really ask yourself, like, okay, uh, like if you really ask yourself, what is my ideal client struggling with? Or like, like, you know, like if you really know, like what kind of resolution that you can, you can give to people because you're sure you're selling a service, but you're also like resolving someone's problem. So what resolution, um, are you going to bring them in with by the, by via this article um and yeah so it can be like one it can be a really great uh, additional income stream and two um it can also pull in potential clients or uh or just people who can who will be happy to refer you in the future so um to it's important to really think think about these kinds of things um or you can just write for fun and to publish an article for fun and get the additional income stream that way too. Yeah, bonus points if anyone finds the article I wrote about Bigfoot. Because <laughs> it's out there. <laughs> and another way to bring in additional income streams to your freelance biz is selling uh, products on marketplaces. So we talked a little bit about products earlier, um, like eBooks, or stickers. I really want to sell heart surgery service stickers in the future. Oh my gosh. Um, I'll buy one. <laughs> lanyards, keychains, cell phone case. Okay, I'm getting a little <laughs> bit out of hand. But um, to sell your products or ebooks on marketplaces. So, for example, um, designers sell their um, their custom fonts or their um, images. Um, if you're a writer, then you can like uh, probably like you could make an image or work with someone to make an image based on like your poems. Um, there is a writer, an author, Jenna Dale on Instagram, who she is selling her. She is like marketing her book like a really amazing woman. I'm pulling up her. Yeah, Jenna Dale, um, and. She, she just has her poetry in, I think it's like Times New Roman, sorry if I'm wrong, but it's in like a simple font. Her poems are in a simple font, consistent, um, and she puts them on an image. You can do that <laughs> as a writer. You can put your poetry on, on images, on stickers, on coffee mugs, and put that, you know, put that out there. So there is an, uh, just like an option for everyone, a creative solution for everyone. Yeah, and um, I've, so I've never done this, but I, I buy a lot of stickers and stuff from Redbubble. And I believe that you can just, so like if you're an artist or if you have poetry or stuff that you can put on products, you just submit the images to Redbubble and you're like, you can put this on a sticker or a mug or a t-shirt, like you tell them. And then um, people buy it and then Redbubble, the company, creates the stickers, mugs, t-shirts, whatever. Um, and then you get paid for it. It's like a platform basically that exists to support artists. Um, I've used it a lot, but I've never sold anything on it. So like, I have to put that disclaimer in there. But if you are in that boat, of, like, you so have cool. something to sell. Yeah, like try Redbubble. 
drop shipping, you know. <laughs> That's so cool. We should do that. <laughs> oh my god, One totally. <laughs> yeah, I'm like our evolving evolves eliminating on a sticker. <laughs> Imagine I that. I love oh. that. Oh my gosh. So this we always end up brainstorming during these podcast recordings, but you Krista has gotten an iPad, as you guys know, and she has been making these amazing designs and like making these inspirational quotes. We could easily be submitting that stuff to Redbubble and then like just, you know, letting people buy like that that's all you do is you put on Redbubble and then people buy things and then yeah. <laughs> and it, it prints it it prints the stuff for you. So Yes, totally. And so another, so some other marketplaces, so other than Amazon, um, we mentioned Fiverr earlier, Fiverr to sell um, like ebooks that you put out. I put a simple, it was like a less than 10 page ebook on Fiverr. There were affiliate links in the ebook as well. Um, and I sold it for $5 each. Um, you can sell things on Etsy. If you're an artist, you can sell things on creative market. So there are a lot of different platforms online to sell uh, products and ebooks on marketplaces. Cool. Yeah. And that, that's, I mean, like I've never gone the product based route with business. Um, so I wish I knew more, but um, <laughs> yeah, those are some good ideas uh, probably for the designers listening. Yeah. And even just, uh, you don't have to be a designer to do these because even like a social media manager could, uh, put a an ebook on um like oh learn social media or social like hashtags for instagram um and put like uh do like research uh put together a research based book on hashtags based on like someone's uh i guess genre or niche um and put that in a book uh list the niches that you have covered in the book on the description so that people know what they're buying so they'll be like oh um this person has um hashtags for dogs like i need this um and um <laughs> just so yeah like a social media manager could do that um if you're a writer um depending on what kind of services that you're offering you can um maybe you can do like oh these are like uh 100 creative blog headlines that uh like or like juicy words that people like to click to or or like headline writing and so there are a lot of different ways that you can take your expertise and put it into an ebook um you could do like an a tarot or astrology like summary guide um or just like like a beginner's guide to astrology and put that on fiverr um so there are a lot of different routes that people can take uh, selling their products or ebooks on marketplaces. Oh my gosh, so many ideas. I'm like a little overwhelmed now, but it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of tarot and astrology, I think I, that I mentioned both of those things. Um, the next thing that we wanted to talk about were consultations. Um, and so I'll, you can definitely offer consultations based on your niche. Um, and it, it really just, uh, I personally don't do it because um, I find it to be really intimidating. Um, I used to do this, but um, yeah, I find it to be really intimidating. And so this is not like the route for me. I prefer like eBooks, uh, creative things. Yeah. Um, but consultations and Fran, uh, hello, you're so perfect to ask about this because <laughs> you do astrology and tarot reading. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, this is the difference between the introvert and extrovert, which is you and me, because Krista's like, no, I don't want to get on. I'm like, I, w I would rather get on the phone with you. Like, I don't, I, I wasn't, I'm not built for the kind of business model where I like sit back and like do a bunch of work for somebody and then just like send it to them. I want to like, I need that human interaction, which is why I moved into coaching, uh, which is why the fa my favorite service that I had when I was in my marketing business was my like 60 minute consultations um, for anybody who like wanted to like um, workshop their sales funnel. Like that was my favorite thing that I did because I love getting on the phone with people. Now um, I'm actually offering astrology and tarot readings to people. And this kind of goes back to the conversation of it's like, make sure that your um, the thing that you're offering kind of like fits into the core of your business. I'm becoming very serious about 
my astrology and tarot practice and like making that a part of my career, which is why I now am selling these readings. Um, and right now, like I, um, I've been doing them for my friends for a long time. I've been practicing a lot. And then I, as the demand for these readings have grown, I have decided like, okay, I'm going to like actually charge for these. This is going to be a thing that I do. Um, right now I'm only doing them two days a week. I just do them Thursdays and Fridays. Um, and it's just, um, another way for me to bring in some money. Um, eventually it is going to be a part of my business. My business is very much like developing into something new at the moment. Um, so <laughs> yeah, but it's been really fun. Um, basically the moral of the story is like, if you're somebody who is comfortable and happy to get on the phone with somebody just for like a consultation, whether like, you know, I do the readings or whether it's like workshopping something in their business, like something that doesn't need an entire client service on, like, like just to like work through a problem or, um, if you're somebody that can do that, a lot of people can't like a lot, of, like I, we've said before, a lot of people that work online are very introverted and would, and would shy away from this. That's totally fine. If it's not your, if it's not your jam, but if you're one of those rare online business extroverts, then this is your place to shine. Um, and it's, it's very scalable um, because um, you're, you can have people pay premium prices for your time because you're an expert. They're paying for your expertise. Um, they're paying to pick your brain and get your advice. And um, you basically just get paid to like get on the phone with people, which it's very scalable because there's not a whole lot of prep work involved. Um, and then you don't have to like sell them an entire service unless they do decide to work for me, work with you based on the consultation. Um, I know a lot of, um, this is just continuing brainstorming. I know a lot of coaches who you can, um, buy, like, you know how a lot of service-based businesses do free consultations for their services. I know a lot of coaches who actually charge for their consultation. And if you buy their coaching package, then they just um, add that into the price of the coaching package. But if you just get a consultation with them and decide not to work with them, then you still have to pay for the consultation because like you have, because that you got value out of being at that consultation. And there's like, it's, it can be, a lot of people, it's going to be a really good option to like charge for that just for like anytime somebody wants to get on the phone with you um, because they're paying for your time. And a lot of times people get a lot of really valuable things out of just consulting with you. So that's my rant. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And if you um, aren't comfortable with the consultation route, um, another thing that I've done in the past is actually audits. So I've done written and recorded audits where I um, will go through a website or blog and I will just um, kind of have like the criteria that I look at and make suggestions for someone based on like the goal that I'm, um, the goal that uh, they say that they want or the goal that I say that I'm uh, looking out for basically. So um, another thing that you, another way to do this is yeah, uh, instead of consultations, do like an audit where you're uh, looking into um, a bunch of documentation or what have you and um, telling a person how they can improve it basically. Yeah, if there's anyone listening who works like in the finance space or like in the website design space, like there are so many people who don't want to like hire like go fall into like hire an accountant or a bookkeeper or a hire a website designer or they, like that's not an option for them at the moment but they can and will pay to have somebody come into their business one time and like either get everything set up or um correct whatever they might have wrong and then that's that's it so like it can be a really valuable service to um complement the service-based business that you already have so definitely, definitely a good option. Um, and another thing that we wanted to talk about was affiliate marketing. We have a whole podcast yeah. episode on it, <laughs> but give us the oh, basics, Krista. <laughs> yeah, so affiliate marketing is when you um, promote something and you inspire, um, you inspire someone to make a purchase or uh, register. So you can look into affiliate marketing as a, 
um, as an alternative income stream for your business. So different ways, we have an entire episode on this that we definitely recommend listening to, but for example, some different ways are uh, to promote affiliates are like, uh, creating content, blog content, email content, or um, adding that uh, adding affiliates into an ebook. Um, and so there are a ton of different ways. Listen to episode four. We'll link it in the show notes. But um, yeah, it's one of my fave episodes, and I think it's one of our top episodes. So. Yeah, consistently. Like we, it, it was one of the early episodes that we did, and has consistently been one of our most listened to ones. Because I think the reason is because there's just so much value in it. If you're if you're someone who wants to get into affiliate marketing, like that episode pretty much has everything you need to know to get started. Yes. And it does take time to, um, to create this, um, to create something that converts. But, um, one thing that I can say is that if you really understand, um, if you really understand someone's problems, tailor what you're saying to their problems. Like it's basic sales one-on-one, but I think not everyone grasps it because maybe sales feels icky, but honestly, there are a lot of things that solve people's problems. Friend, you and I, we love to purchase things. <laughs> um, so, and we are really passionate about, um, about the products that we, about the products that we use and that we love. Um, and so you can really, you can, you can tailor the sale in a way that is genuine. Definitely. Um, definitely. So yeah. Um, I've really, love uh, affiliate marketing. It's been an amazing source of uh, additional income for my freelance business. And I'm actually trying to free up my like project schedule so that I can um, work more on affiliate marketing and like increase my affiliate. That's awesome. Yeah. I think we're both kind of like, um, cause we're both service-based at the moment. And I think we're both kind of like looking for ways that we can make income that's a little more residual because we're Krista and I are both people that really love to create. Um, we like to create content. Krista likes to make pretty designs and like work on her own projects and stuff. And um, so I think we're both kind of like looking for business models that are going to allow us to free up more time to do that. Um, Krista is so, so good at affiliate marketing. So she's really, I think she's really diving into that and we're kind of diving into it with our own podcast as well. Um, with this podcast, I mean, um, I have gone um, towards like, I'm interested in building kind of a membership sort of situation. I'm moving towards that with my business where like, I basically just teach all the time and I just put value out there and I have people that pay for it and my work revolves around me creating. Um, so I have started a Patreon page, um, mostly for my astrology practice. Um, there's a lot of like mindset type stuff that I talk about on the Patreon page. Um, but I have found it to be, it's not even like that profitable yet, um, but it's getting there. I have found it to be so freeing uh, because I've created a source of income that I can rely on. And it's something that I don't have to like, like I have to show up at that on that Patreon page and like do things. Um, but I don't have to like trade my time for that money. Um, like, I don't have to like, you know, somebody buys it and I give them a service. It's not like that. Um, and I've, it, it makes me feel so much more free to create, um, and use my time the way that I want to use it. Um, and it's been really, really amazing. Um, so yeah, this is another way that you can make money is like by literally just setting up a Patreon page because I wasn't ready to like set up a full on membership site. And I mean, honestly, like who, who is right off the bat. Um, so I've just, like used this platform um which is basically designed to help creatives make their make money off of what they do so like a lot of podcasters are on patreon a lot of youtubers um a lot of artists are on patreon and it's like um it's basically like a membership site on some but on a platform that like you don't have to like run the back end tech of it you don't have to worry about the billing you don't have to worry about refunds they take care of all of it you just have your people and um yeah. So if you're somebody who creates a lot of content, like honestly, like you should, you should be getting compensated for the work that you go in, that you were, the work that you put into blogging or YouTubing or podcasting, or even like showing up and putting a lot of value out on Instagram or Facebook, like you should be compensated for that. And, um, there are people that would make 
a small investment, a small regular investment for higher levels of content and more content. Um, so that's something that it, to consider if you're someone who creates a lot of content. Because I'm somebody who like, I basically create something every day. Like I never run out of things to say. Um, so it was, it's the right direction for me. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> I love that. I think that's a great idea. And um, I'm really interested to see where you take it. We should definitely do a more in depth episode on Patreon. Like how many ideas are we coming up with right now? It's Friday night where I am and it's lit. <laughs> <laughs> it's lit here too, even though it's Thursday morning. <laughs> oh, snap. No, it must be Friday morning there. Oh, you're, so, you're right. It's Friday morning. I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> It's okay. the story of my life. Every day I've woken up just like, what is today? <laughs> it's been a bit of a week. <laughs> it's been yeah. a crazy week. Yeah, we have had to reschedule this episode <laughs> so many times and uh, all my fault. <laughs> but thanks. Yeah, I'm glad that we're recording it and we have a, an episode coming out on Monday. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm excited for this one to come out. I feel like it's been a catalyst for a lot of ideas on our end. So hopefully... Um, as you were listening, you were like, oh, I can do this. Oh, I can do this. And now you have a bunch of ideas that you can like run with. Um, so let's talk about where you can go from here. So um, when you are adding additional income streams to your business, like there's, as you can see, there's so many different routes you can take. So you want to, you want to really approach this from an intentional place. Like you want to be very intentional about what you're trying to do. Um, so the first thing that I want you to do is I, I'd like you to journal. Like, I mean, I'm not going to tell you that you have to, but I'd really like it if you pulled out a journal and like reflected on this. <laughs> um, really think about what you want your lifestyle to look like. You started an online business. You're an entrepreneur. You obviously have some kind of vision, um, whether it's like a certain kind of business that you wanted to build, or maybe you had a vision for your life. Like, what was that lifestyle? Do you want like a steady income that you can just rely on to come in residually? Do you want to be spending time on creative projects? Do you really value one-on-one -on -one service and one-on-one -on -one interactions? So spend some time really journaling and visualizing what your ideal lifestyle and business is going to look like. Um, it's so important as an entrepreneur to have a very clear vision on what you're working towards, especially when it comes to your life, your lifestyle, because you don't want your business to shape your lifestyle. You want your lifestyle to shape your business. Um, and then um, I want you to ask yourself, do any of these ideas mentioned in this episode fit into that ideal lifestyle? Um, so if you're somebody who's like, okay, I want the steady income. Um, well, then maybe online courses or like a Patreon page or um, selling products on a marketplace. Those are going to move, those are going to eventually get you to residual income. Um, please pick only one of these ideas or two maximum. Like you don't want to like launch a bunch of things at once. Tell it, take it from someone who's done it. Like <laughs> I have totally done that. Um, you want to like, it, we say this in pretty much every, like every episode where we talk about like creating streams of income. Like we talk about in the affiliate marketing one, pick one stream of income and really get it solid and then move on to the next one. Don't work on like five of these at once. Um, and then once you've got an idea, make a plan, set a timeline, put deadlines on your calendar. Um, I'm really into that stuff because it holds you accountable. If you're not into the deadline thing, if that like makes you sad, don't, I don't know. <laughs> but um, make a plan and go for it. Like make it happen. I think it's also really important to emphasize what you said, Fran. Do, do these ideas fit into the ideal lifestyle? I love how you know that, um, <laughs> that you like to create and that you want to build a business around creating. And so that's what you're doing with your Patreon page by offering these consultations and um, by creating so much content, you're putting so much content out there. And I really respect and appreciate you for it. Um, this, this summer has been a real learning experience for me. Like I've been super reflective and thinking about the kind of lifestyle that I want to have. And so how can I adapt in order to fit into that lifestyle? So, so it's such an inspiration. And I think that um, it's really important to emphasize because it's true, we can get so caught up in all of the projects and, um, and then lose sight of 
of whether or not uh, our work is fitting into the lifestyle that we want to lead. So yeah, uh, just 100%. Yeah, like 90% of the population gets a job and then builds their lifestyle around that job. So you, you can't even blame us entrepreneurs for taking that same model because that's all that we see around us. Um, so we have to choose that different path of being like, no, like I don't want to work nine to five or no, I don't want to be on the phone with people all the time. Or like maybe even like, no, I don't want to blog or I don't want to podcast. Um, and getting clear on what you actually want instead of just like following the molds that other people have um, made. Like that you, you're an entrepreneur, like you get to choose your lifestyle and that's actually hard. Like we're not taught to do this. So um, really make sure you're taking the time to reflect um, and ask yourself what you really want because you'd be surprised how, how often you don't ask yourself that or how little you're actually asking yourself what you want. Yeah. Or if you know what you want and you don't follow it because you make a ton of excuses. I don't do that. Of course not. Like, I'm not <laughs> guilty of that. <laughs> I mean, what? No. <laughs> yeah. Who does that? Right. <laughs> I think that's a great place to end this episode. So if you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy these episodes, then we would love for you to rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform. It helps us be seen by um, and be heard and impact more people. We are so passionate about this project. It's crazy. Like we send each other ideas about this project every day. <laughs> yeah, we're basically messaging 24-7 about this project. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I'm like, anytime I have free time, I'm I'm creating images for our signature. So. Also, um, because of where you are in the world, one of us is awake at all hours of the day because we're on different opposite time zones. So, you know, like, we're always available <laughs> to yeah. react to engagement and stuff. So. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so um, yeah, leave us a, a rating or review or slide into our DMs. Let us know what you think about this episode or the, or the show or what you want to hear because we love hearing from you guys. So much. We're, we're obsessed with um, any feedback that we get. Like we just love, we love it when people listen to our podcast and when they talk to us and give us ideas and tell us things. We even had somebody comment on one of our posts and now she's going to be a guest on the podcast so like who knows what could come from <laughs> connecting with us try your luck. definitely <laughs> yes so um at heart center service on instagram hit us up fam and we'll talk next week yeah talk next week have a great week Bye. aloha